Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Wealth Studios. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Rhino, kicking off a brand new week as we guide you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Rainy out there, Rhino morning. Howdy, howdy. When you can hear it in this soundproof studio, it's raining pretty hard. (laughs) Supposed to get out of the way, though, here in an hour or so. Yes, it is. And then make its way on through the Magnolia State. And really, the only thing you should be aware of weather-wise is if you were in the extreme northwest corner of the Magnolia State, tonight, overnight, you have a slight chance of severe weather. Okay. Slight And I mean the tiniest sliver of the northwestern corner of the Magnolia State. Okay. Looks like it's moving rather rapidly. From the uh, just driving right through from the west to the east, kind of paralleling Interstate 20, which sort of divides the state in half there. But that same ease of mind can't be said for tomorrow or Wednesday, though. A little bit more risk. A little bit higher risk of severe weather for a much larger portion of the Magnolia State. Jeez. Well, mm, I guess that's what happens. Uh, you know, I shared with you. On um, Friday, the challenges uh, my lovely wife was having traveling up to Cincinnati. What a crazy deal that was. Finally did arrive. I told you that I ended up having to buy her a flight from New Orleans. Had to drive down there, catch a flight on American. This is crazy. So there was only one seat left. Had to go first class. You make a reservation at 8 o'clock in the morning to get on a plane at 1, you're going to pay. You won't believe how much it was. 4900 bucks. Insanity. That's a lot. If that doesn't show husband devotion, I don't know what does. <laughs> okay, so we should not be surprised that Departing yesterday, problem. Spent the night in Charlotte. Mm. Not because of weather, because of maintenance. So they say. Aircraft maintenance. Well, that is one thing you want them to get right. Yeah. But you wonder, though. I've done this enough to know that sometimes that's kind of what they tell you. Sometimes it's just lack of availability of personnel. But there are reports of cancellations all around the country because of shortage of crews, no pilots to fly the airplanes. 
couple of friends told me this weekend they've got business trips scheduled in June, and they've received sent and they've got the reservations now. I've had in hand for a few weeks. Numerous updates notifying of changes in the flights, the schedules, the the uh, itinerary, etc. And this is after most, if not all, of the airlines have secretly, quietly walked back their requirements for vaccines and all that. Yes, correct. So you can't even really blame it on it's that. not that. Something else is going on. I don't know what it is. I've seen that some of the airlines have announced they are trimming their schedules for the upcoming busier travel season. I think maybe because of lack of crews. But what a mess it is. And, you know, this is all a function of the unnecessary shutting down of air travel. As if we didn't, weren't suspicious then, we certainly know now. How dumb was that? What's really dumb is that that's the last area where federal mask mandates are still in place, right? I don't think they're anywhere else. Not in federal agencies, not in the Congress. Not in the White House. There was an open letter signed by pretty much every bigwig and mugwump and whoever else you want to talk to in the airline industry saying, please, please, can we get rid of masks? It's dumb. It now It's supposed to end in what, a week? 18th, right. Monday, week from today. So it's pretty much understood now that that is about as clean an environment in the inside of an airplane that you could possibly have. But it, th- this is the just the, the lack of logic. Well, if it's necessary there, why is it not necessary in, like, I don't know, the rest of the country? <laughs> That's what doesn't make any sense. What's even stupider is four-year-olds and below in New York? How dumb is that? This is just another situation where government just screws stuff up, man. It it truly is. I mean, at the if you give them all the benefits of all the doubts, it shows the inefficiency of government because they're the last to get something accomplished that everyone else has. Yeah, exactly. It uh, it's like they're holding on to this last sort of circle of power. By gosh, we'll show them. In the meantime, lots of um, lots of folks have been infected. What was this event they had last week at the uh, was it at the White House? Like fifty three or so now, or I think infected and watching Jen Psaki. The chief propagandist, Tokyo Rose, for the Biden administration, spin that is hilarious. Because the president and Nancy Pelosi, who, of course, is infected, is positive. They had a, a brief kind of kiss on, peck on the cheek, right? And she's, she goes through these CDC guidelines about 15 minutes and all. Oh, no, they really weren't close based on CDC guidelines. It's hilarious to watch this. The same can be said, which is the big news of the week, folks, your money. 
Your money's the big news of the week. Inflation data to be reported tomorrow. Lots of companies, public companies, are scheduled to report their earnings this week. Many from the banking, the financial sector, J.P. Morgan Chase, and uh, I think Citibank, Wells Fargo, numerous of those institutions. But it is expected that tomorrow's uh, inflation report, this would be a new reading tomorrow for March, is going to be a doozy, as they say. One financial reporter describing it as nasty. 8.4% is what analysts surveyed by fact set expect the release to show. 8.4%. That would be the highest overall inflation rate since December 1981. It was 7.9% in that year. Excluding food and energy, which is really kind of silly because everybody's got to have it, it's set for 6.6%. What does it have to do with Madam Saki? This past... Uh, weekend, she was absolutely gloating about the positive economy. It's fantastic. It's great. Certainly from an employment perspective, if you want a job, there are jobs available, if that's your metric. The problem is wages are not keeping up with inflation. That is clearly a problem. She doesn't mention that. Uh, And everybody is bearing ridiculously higher cost of everything. And experts are warning us that the price of food, it's just getting started as far as its increase. One of the big, serious matters that this administration won't even discuss is China's zero-COVID policy. They got the whole dang country locked up. There are videos now, Rhino, you may have seen, of citizens, Chinese citizens, in their small residences, screaming, yelling, moaning, in anguish. We ain't got no food. There's photos of the store shelves totally empty. They've shut the whole dang place down, and we are reliant on communist China For much of what we consume, our economy is heavily relying on it. We learned that during the pandemic, it came to light bigger than ever. This is going to have an effect on us. This administration won't even talk about it. Taking victory laps. We'll talk more about that. We've got John Caldwell, Commissioner of the Mississippi Northern Transportation Commission. He's in the studio at 11.05. We're in the Element Well studio. Stay with us on Middays. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. 
Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, <laughs> almost. You know? And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own Mow the Distance bonus. Free oil change or free set of blades or a free service kit. Hurry, the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Save big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Charles bumping us into this segment. Had a little computer glitch here in the uh, studio. Rhino had to pop over into the <laughs> into this area. We're playing whack-a-mole with the Griplins this morning. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wow. Yeah. So this flying stuff. It is. That's one thing that really got messed up as part of this pandemic, and it was avoidable. And remember. Because the government essentially shut down the industry, 
We sent them all kind of money. I don't remember the amount, but it was significant to keep the airlines afloat. And in retrospect, should have never shut them down. It was dumb. Oh, man. In the meantime, over there at the Masters, Augusta National, congratulations, Scotty Scheffler. He cards a final minus 10 for the tournament. He defeats Rory McIlroy by three strokes. 25 years old, takes home the green jacket. That's pretty cool. He was steady, there's no doubt. Tiger, he struggled. But I think he was expected to struggle. But still glad to see him out there competing in the iconic red that he wears traditionally on Friday. Oh, excuse me, Friday. <laughs> On, I do on Fridays. He does on Sunday. He, uh, he ended up shooting six over yesterday, 13 over the week, 13 over for the week. Total of 301 for the four rounds. That's his worst at the Masters. But good grief, the guy's got five green jackets, man. So 47th place did Tiger finish. But overall, Pretty sure you could double or triple that total, and that would be still less than I would shoot. <laughs> these guys are freaks. All these pros are, man. They're just freaks at the end of the day. They really are. You ever watch them up close say, oh, yeah, that's just different. No doubt about it. And that's true of any professional athlete. They're just freaks. They are. They're blessed with talent. Um, the thing that was most unusual... Having watched one master, attended one masters, I mentioned that Friday, it was 1997, Tiger's first green jacket. What a privilege that was. But watched numerous masters, as any golf fan does. It's really maybe my favorite tournament. It's just beautiful. It's just so neat, different. But I can't ever remember seeing... The patrons, by the way, you know we call them patrons. Bobby Jones, of course, the founder of Augusta National, famous uh, pro golfer. They give you, I don't know if they still do, but when I attended, they give you a book on proper etiquette, by the way, at the Masters, for the Masters. And one of those things uh, included in the book is that they're not fans they're patrons. That is the term <laughs> you are to use. I don't recall ever seeing the patrons bundled up like they were at the frozen tundra. If you watched the broadcast, it's like, this is weird to see these folks at the Masters, because it was cold. I went out and played Friday after the show. And the wind was blowing, as it did, by the way, throughout the weekend. Yesterday was particularly strong winds. But Friday was cloudy. It was overcast and, what, like a high of 63 or something. It was cold. When that wind is whipping out of the north, northwest, as it was. So I think that's kind of the weather that, that uh, made its way over to Augusta, to our east, and they were it's just weird seeing that. I just noted that yesterday, all the all the folks in jackets and sweaters and all bundled up. Yeah, I woke up Saturday morning and it was just a few ticks above freezing. 
which yeah. wouldn't normally be a big deal, except I've moved every bit of winter wear over to the new I place. I saw your tweet on that. You needed it, didn't you? I could have used it for a couple hours early Saturday morning. It was cold. It's, I could have uh, turned the heater on, but I was just being obstinate. <laughs> but isn't that what we always expect just before Easter, right? It's all we we'll always have a little cold snap. Oh yeah, isn't that what they say? But I think I'm going to go ahead and say it's out of here. I'm putting away the cold gear for the year. Is that safe or not? Or am I jinxing it? You might have jinxed it, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that because okay. I'm I'm in the camp where. We'll get to July or August and just be sweating buckets, and I'll be going, yep, (laughs) yep, we shouldn't have complained about the late winter. So right. Because I'm I'm always, I'm that guy, I can always put on more clothes. I can always layer up. But I can only get so naked before (laughs) I get in trouble if I'm out in public. (laughs) That's right. You can only get to the nakedity so much. Uh, Of course, it is Holy Week, folks. Holy Thursday, the Last Supper on Thursday, and then Good Friday, the Easter Vigil on Saturday, and Easter Sunday approaching. Palm Sunday, the Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, yesterday. At my church, it's been a tradition for a number of years that uh, when we arrive, we assemble in the courtyard. And the blessed palms are distributed and to the attendees, to the congregation. And we recite some prayers, and then we follow a little procession into the sanctuary, into the church, kind of emulating, if you will, what happened when Jesus rode into Jerusalem and was celebrated truly is a test of faith. I've always felt this week, because here we have in the, in the calendar, in the sequence of events, Jesus knowing, of course, what is about to happen, and all these people right now that are adulating him are going to call for his death by crucifixion. It's, it's our test of faith. And in many ways, I've always felt like kind of maps to real life. You know, that if you think about the ups and downs of, of real life and picking yourself up by your bootstraps and recovering from the ebbs and flows and the downturn in life, it's part of it. We know that. So And the fickle nature of a fallen mob. Good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. It's, we see that today, do we not? Certainly do. But uh, so it's Holy Week. And uh, keep that in mind, folks. And we are so blessed to live in this country. We have our problems. We have our warts. We have our stains and challenges. But good grief, we're so fortunate relative to the rest of the world. And we're, that doesn't mean we don't continue to work towards improving and making it better. Of course we do. In a free society, you can do that. It's when we lose that freedom, all bets are off. And that's why we fight so hard to retain that freedom. But it's a big day at the Masters yesterday. All right, Elon Musk, let's pivot a little bit. Just last week, he's on the board, right? He's being invited, and an invitation was extended to him after purchasing a 9.8% of the stock, largest shareholder, 
sneakily purchasing. Yeah, exactly. And because uh, as soon as it came out, he was buying it. The price shot up, which the SEC is now investigating him because that looks a little shady. He he bought shares every day for months, and after a certain point. I forget the threshold. You're supposed to announce 5%. that. Yeah, he failed to do that. You're supposed to publicly disclose it, and he didn't, which kept the price low because as soon as it was disclosed, the price jumped. Yeah, well, and by by not disclosing it, keeping the price low meant he could buy more at a lower price. That's right, and, and the re- or at least that's the alleged. Well, the reaction you'd have to believe that if you look at what happened last week when he made the big purchase, it immediately went up. By the way, folks, if you pay attention to Twitter, I I have. Just because I have uh, bought and sold the shares, it's a terribly run company. I mean, they really do stink from a revenue perspective, margin perspective, profit perspective. The main reason I invested in the shares was because I felt like, as a result of being so poorly operated, they were a prime takeover target. And that didn't happen, or it hasn't yet. But uh, so today, Elon Musk says, nope, not going to join the board. He turned it down. Just, I mean, literally within the last 24 hours. Kind of weird. Pretty major reversal, I would say. But he's he's a good chess player, I think. Who knows what's on the horizon, right? Peter Frampton doing this song? Oh, no. We got to get the original one, please. We'll be right back here from the Element Well Studios on Middays. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 50-50 shot of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 83. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 63. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This is Dr. Will Lomflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want to be your one-stop for comprehensive family dentistry, all under one roof. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. 
Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Legislators got a lot done in the 2022 session. Teacher raises, tax cuts, medical marijuana, and a lot more. Mississippi GOP Chairman Frank Bordeaux told us the so-called political insiders believe it was a bloody battle, but Mississippians have told him they're proud of what legislators got done. The arguments were... How big of a tax cut are we going to have? How quick are we going to raise teacher pay? And how much are we going to raise it? I was at a wedding this weekend, and there's a lot of young young folks there, a lot of young parents, teachers. They were all excited and very optimistic about uh, what's going on in Mississippi right now. A traffic stop in Adams County led to the seizure of over 2,000 ecstasy tablets and a small amount of marijuana. Robert Miner was arrested and charged with aggravated trafficking of Schedule One drugs. Passenger Kristen Page is charged with possession of marijuana under 30 grams. Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Riggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674, to discuss a standby generator for your home. Huntington's disease is fatal, and a genetic disease described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash THWMS. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
enjoying a little Prince there. That would be live from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the induction of the great George Harrison, the author, composer of that great tune. Folks, if you haven't seen that on YouTube, I encourage you to just to watch Prince. That's him on the solo there. He's unbelievable. And there's a part in there, Rhino, where he's going at it. And, and by the way, that's Tom Petty uh, on the vocals oh, yeah. and on the acoustic guitar. And the great Jeff Lynn from ELO also on vocals and guitar. But Petty's kind of leading this, this tune, right? Yeah, he's, he's the band leader. He's the leader. And there's a part in there where Prince kind of cuts his eyes over as much, is it okay if I keep going? You know what I'm talking about? And then and then he shreds that guitar. And at the end, he chunks it straight up in the air, and it stays. And nobody to this day, I don't think, has been able to say, this is what happened to the guitar. And he just struts off the stage. What a talent that guy was. Now, what were you telling me about uh, his house? Oh yeah, his house was yeah Prince was he he wired up his house so that every single room in his house had a a a console on the wall, and you could walk up to the console and hit a button or two, and record into the studio he had set up, just in case no matter where he was in the house or if anybody else was in the house and they were inspired for something musical. They could record it real quick and save it and work on it later. Man, what an unbelievable outsized talent that little guy was. Little as in physically. He was like, what, 5'2 or something, right? But maybe the most versatile musical artist ever. Was there an instrument he couldn't play? I mean, he plays that electric guitar there, which I never think about being his primary instrument. I don't know if he has one. He's so good at so many of them. But he plays it in that song as good as the best on a guitar. It's incredible. Um, wow. Appreciate that. That is a more appropriate version of the tune. Peter Frampton just does Good artist. Just doesn't do it justice. <laughs> Having a little fun with that. Thomas and Greenwood says, talking about my wife's airline exploits. By the way, I'm happy to report that she has arrived safely in New Orleans. She just texted me. And uh, so did her luggage. Now, you know, if you get bumped like that because of a connection, the airlines, it's been my experience, won't release your luggage. I was told because of security reasons. I don't know that for sure, but that's what I've been told in the past. And I've had that happen numerous times in flying. So... She uh, ended up uh, going to stay in locally at the Marriott there in Charlotte and had to go buy some minimum toiletries and something to sleep in. <laughs> um, Thomas says, I thought airlines are responsible when there was a cancellation, that, like they are responsible for getting you on a timely flight or providing a rental car. Yeah, within limits. You're, you're right, Thomas. So on Friday, what happened was it was their fault. It was not weather. So when it's weather-related, you're on your own. They're not responsible. They make that very clear in the terms and conditions. 
But if it's a, an issue that is a result of some defect on their part, such as lack of crew, maintenance of aircraft, etc., systems problems, yeah, they are responsible. So they did rebook her, but it was for 10 o'clock the next night, Saturday night. And the main event she wanted to attend was Saturday at noon. So that wasn't going to work. But they did fulfill their obligation in, uh, in that respect. And because yesterday the maintenance problem caused her to miss her connection, yes, in fact, they did provide hotel. They did provide a voucher for food. And they also did provide transportation. So they, uh, you're right, they are responsible and they did that. But beyond that, there's just not a lot that they can do or are required to do. The biggest thing is there's just something going on. And I really do think it is a function of trying to move and transition from total zero flying to people wanting to get back in the air, and they're just not ready for it. It doesn't feel like they've got the necessary full spectrum of assets, human and otherwise, to accommodate the additional travel. Uh, on the ceasefire text line, you have to wear a mask on Amtrak, too, we are reminded. Yeah, that's right. And that's because that, too, is under the purview of the federal government from a transportation perspective. So I don't think about I appreciate that. I don't think so much about Amtrak, but that is absolutely true. Uh, rel- relative to passengers on airlines, it's it's minimal mostly in the northeast, in the eastern seaboard. Went to Cades Cove in the Smokies. This is on the ceasefire text line a few weeks ago in Park Visitor Center, still making you wear masks to enter. That's Mark in the 662. Uh, I, if that's, we're talking about a national park, uh, I think that was before that was relaxed. Don't think that's the case now, although somehow that may, I'm not sure, may fall underneath the, the scope of the um, the agencies responsible for regulating, I guess, travel. At the 18th, though, it's all expected to drop. There, uh, there is an uptick in cases uh, in certain states, mainly in the Northeast right now, this new sub-variant. You know what Dr. Lock them up forever and throw away the key Anthony Fauci said over the weekend? Imagine this. It's up to Americans to assess their COVID risk. Huh? I'm serious. He said that on the, uh, the news show yesterday. I can't remember which one. It's up to Americans. You mean it's not up to Dr. Anthony Fauci, the lord of COVID? Say it ain't so. What got into his head? Wow. Duh. So the cases right now, however, they are escalating, are reported to be quite mild. We're not seeing any kind of run overwhelming the hospitals. Sunday, 31,000 cases confirmed. New cases in the U.S., that's up 3% over the week before. You know, the, here in Mississippi, it's been kind of steady in that 100 to 200 range for the last several weeks, Rhino, as I recall, and deaths in the single-digit category. No reports that I'm aware of any kind of pressuring of the our hospitals. So, and we're approaching 
the uh, more outdoor time of year, which hopefully would be a mitigator as well. But I totally agree with Dr. Fauci here. It is up to Americans to assess their own risk and determine, determine their threshold for risk. Totally agree. Name me one thing the government has touched they didn't screw up. There are a few. I hear you. There are a few, but there are a lot of mistakes made. And let's be honest, mistakes were made by the Trump administration. Mistakes were made by the Biden administration. No question. I guess you could, at least during the Trump era, you could conclude that there was a lot of unknown. I think that's right. Um, but it, it just feels like we could have done better. Certainly the PPP grow, program, the enhanced unemployment programs, riddled with fraud and abuse. A lot of the PPP really wasn't fraud. It was fully legal. It was just abuse. And, and this is just because when you try to roll out that kind of money in an expeditious fashion, you end up foregoing lots of the protections against those kinds of uh, abuses. And, and that's certainly surfacing now, but that's just one of the many. I think the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan was totally unnecessary, misguided, a huge mistake on the part of the federal government. That passed in March of 2021, shortly after Biden was inaugurated. But it, it really is interesting to see how Jen Psaki, the chief propagandist, is spinning this economic situation. She says... Our economic team feels that the economy is very strong. Our recovery has been incredibly strong on most measures. We created more jobs last year than any year in American history. Bragging about pouring water in a glass which you emptied is just really incredible to consume. That, no basis for taking a victory lap there. Time for a break here. From the Element Well Studios, don't forget uh, uh, Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell at 11.05. Stay with us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? 
If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. This was the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was up 146 to 132.53. October cotton up 188 to 122.86. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 26 and three quarters to 1662 and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were down 22 and three quarters to 1645 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up four cents to 7.72 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up five and a half to 7.66 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up 42 to 134.25. August live cattle was up 20 to 136.05. May feeders down 167 to 157.70. August feeders down 195 to 171.60. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 168 points. 34,553. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi, Agri-News Network. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your site and dig safely. Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Middays, live from the Element Well Studios. Greg and Nettleton says, it's hard for me to watch golf for some reason, but it was even harder to watch SEC baseball this weekend. Tough weekend in that respect. Wow, really something. So right on cue on the business news in the studio, domestic flight prices up 40% since January. Jet fuel cost year over year up 75%. Mm. This whole deal, this oil deal, is uh, absolutely wreaking havoc. Larry Summers, who worked in the Obama administration, I believe he was the chairman of, the, of his Council of Economic Advisors, he is warning that uh, 
When the inflation rate is above 4% and unemployment is below 4%, that's exactly the environment we have today, the scenario, recession follows in two years. He warned of that uh, just yesterday. And historically, that absolutely is true. On the ceasefire text line, Chris from Oxford says, I'll be honest, I didn't really start pulling for Tiger until after his wife tried to beat him with a golf club. I was thinking, hell, he's just like one of us. That's pretty good. Gary in the Berg says, four-putted number 18, nerves even got to Scotty. Golf is a funny game sometimes. He sure did. He four-putted it, but still won. Had enough of a lead there. Ken and Jackson says, considering Tiger and Major wreck 13 months ago, I would take 13 over at the Masters. I agree. It is a remarkable comeback. There's no question. Because you're competing with people who are in tip-top physical condition and much younger. I mean, he's he's older, relatively speaking, now. Well, you also got to remember that he's playing against a generation that came up learning the ins and outs of the sport after the sport had been impacted by his skill, his talent level. Totally true. I mean, you... The, the catch-all phrase of tiger-proofing a golf course, making it more difficult. These young guys came up in that era, so they had to be better. He paved the way. He pioneered it. No doubt about it. You're absolutely right. Let's see here. Carolyn Starkville says, Wonder if we are having genocide in China, too, but by a different tactic. You know, I don't know. Now they're running. Somebody just told us this, by the way. Yeah, Amanda from Pike County. And I just saw the report on it in the studio. They're, they are using drones to warn people and and um, surveil people. Also, locking up. You've seen this? Bikes and scooters, like, on the streets. They're, the government is locking them up yeah, so that they can't is, move about. I will give fair warning. You, if you have a weak constitution or if you love pets, don't go down the rabbit hole of what China is doing to those that are locked up right now. That is true. Bags. Like, think of a mesh bag you put laundry in, but the size of a military duffel bag. Bags, multiple bags filled with cats and dogs being confiscated because cats and dogs can spread COVID. Unbelievable. Uh, Joe from Sumrall reports, usually I make sure I have a jacket in my truck until August. Bowen Enola says, we have sunrise service on Easter Sunday. Anyone and everyone welcome to attend Mount Zion Church of God. Thanks for that, Bo. Stevie Wonder could play everything, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's a handful, maybe up to a dozen musical artists that I can think of that are talented enough to perform every instrument and sing on an album. Yeah. I mean, Stevie Wonder's one of them. Trent Reznor's one of them. Maybe not a dozen. I don't, maybe I can get to five, but yeah. There, there's a, a, a sizable portion. Phil Collins can do it. Yeah, you're right. But you got to admit, though, Prince is, it seems like he's exceptionally good at all of them. Plus, he's a composer. And I know a lot of those folks are, too. Uh, a ranger. So, and I'm certainly not trying to take away, but but watching that video of him on that guitar, you just say, "Wow!" I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, sounds like I need to get a job on the radio if you can pay that much for an airline ticket. Uh, I promise you, it's not from the pay. I'm not complaining, but it was uh, 33 years of running a business, which I started at age 27. 
very, very fortunate, very blessed with a fantastic team that enabled us to uh, succeed financially and economically. And something that uh, I don't mind boasting about a little bit is that we never had an unprofitable quarter in uh, that 33-year run. Not because of me. My vision, yes. My team, yes. That's what did it. Fantastic team. Fantastic team. They're the ones that did it. Credit goes to them. So blessed. Miss them, too. I really do. Miss working with all the folks. 330 when we sold the company. Uh, Anyhow, let's see. uh, Cam Smith rolled out like a horse and came in like a mule. (laughs) Glad to see Scotty win and be glad to win the Golf Channel XM get done with Tiger. Uh, I don't know if they will be. As long as he's playing, I think uh, that's going to... I think he's going to be still be in the news. Where can leadership improve to keep our young people here? From Ben from Madison, the auditor's been all over that. It's a good question. We'll talk about that, Ben. Great weekend for Southern Miss, number eleven in the country, oh, maybe yeah. the best in the state. Bob I don't even think Summit. it's arguable at this point. Bob and Summit says Ray Stevens can play many interest, instruments. He was great, very talented as well. Thank you for that. We're going to take a break right here. Super Talk News, Fox News, Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell in the Element Well Studios next. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden is going after so-called ghost guns. Privately made firearms without serial numbers, easier to trace and regulate. The new rule amends the current definition of a firearm under federal law, adding unfinished parts like the frame of a handgun. Those parts would now need to be licensed and include a serial number. Manufacturers would also be required to run background checks, as they do with other firearms. Fox's Jared Halpern. And higher inflation has apparently pushed a lot of retirees back into the workforce. The Labor Department finding more than 480,000 people 55 or older entered the workforce in the past six months. That's more than the 180,000 who entered in the six months before the pandemic hit. America's listening to Fox News. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Albritton's Jewelers. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
severe weather is possible Tuesday into Tuesday night. According to the National Weather Service, locations along and west of the I-55 corridor have the greatest chance of getting storms capable of producing damaging winds, quarter-size hail, and possibly tornadoes. And you can expect severe weather again on Wednesday. Governor Tate Reeves has until April 23rd to sign off on a couple of bills that would make it easier for law enforcement to investigate and arrest those involved in sex crimes. Senator Tyler McCann told us speeding up the procurement process through electronically signed warrants and allowing civil suits to be filed against certain individuals could prove vital. With regard to how, uh, Interstate 55 and Interstate 20, crossing through the middle of our state, we see more human trafficking cases than people realize. I'm Kelly Bennett. After a winter storm hits your propane-fueled home, look for the following safety stops. Power lines standing strong. Gas lines and tanks in place and undamaged. Chimneys, flues, and gas pipes, meters, regulators, and vents clear of snow and ice. Clear away ice and snow very carefully. High winds can shift snow and ice, creating hazardous situations by covering equipment. If you notice anything unusual, leave and have the property checked by a qualified service technician before returning. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Okay, Mississippi, I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound. But I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. The WNBA draft is coming up at 6 tonight, and Shakira Austin of Ole Miss is expected to be picked in the top five. Austin has generally been pegged as the third best player on most draft boards, including ESPNs, she is projected to go to the Washington Mystics. As for who could be the first two picks in the NBA draft, Matt Napolitano has the rundown. The Atlanta Dream will be the first team on the clock after a swap last week with the Washington Mystics, who now have the third overall pick and the 14th this year. The Indiana Fever with the second and fourth picks entering tonight with the New York Liberty rounding out the first five. There is debate as to who will have the honor of the number one selection with Baylor's Melissa Smith and Kentucky's Ryan Howard emerging as the favorites to go first overall. Pulitzer Prize winning author Alice Walker will be speaking at this year's Mississippi Book Festival. Exactly 40 years ago, the Mississippi author released her novel The Color Purple, which eventually won the Pulitzer for fiction. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. The Huntington's Disease Society of America's South Region will be hosting the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. Huntington's disease is fatal and a genetic disease described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at hdsa.org forward slash THWMS. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. 
in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Middays from the Element Well Studios. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Joining us now in the Element Wealth Studios, the Commissioner for the Mississippi Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell. Good morning, Commissioner. Thanks for coming in today. Good morning, Gerard. It's good to be here. Yes, sir. So we got a little weather out there, which, uh, of course, is affecting uh, traffic and roads, as it always does. Well, I drove through a little bit of it today, and, and we had a highway fatality up in DeSoto County this morning, uh, early morning. Hadn't oh, got any shoot. details on it, but, uh, you know, you just hate to hear it. Everybody needs to stay safe out there, and it's actually... Uh, work zone safety awareness, and so especially in these work zones, we need to make sure we're uh, cognizant of those workers that are out there on their feet. Yes, sir. A- absolutely. So let's start with a brief update. What's going on in your district? Well, first, we have three districts in the state, the, the northern, the central, and the southern. Uh, you are the commissioner for the northern district that is elected by the people, as is the case here in Mississippi. What's the update from your district? Yeah, in the northern 33 counties, uh, you know, that compares with 22 counties in the central district. So hmm. we're, we're uh, uh, fighting for our piece of the pie. And, you know, I, as I went around the northern district, everybody thinks the northern district is getting shorted. and. Hmm. Uh, Went down to the Southern District, met some good folks down there, and they thought they were getting shorted. <laughs> so uh started realizing that maybe we look at the state kind of like we do in high school sports, and we think of the north half and the south half. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, most of the money is going south because it's going to a central and southern district. And then the ones looking up north, they see the state in the north half, south half, but it's actually three districts. So that makes a difference in perspective for sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, any particular notable projects you've got underway right now that you can provide status on? Well, we're hoping to complete the quarter V project that's uh, basically a four-lane connector building a new highway across uh, to connect um, Toyota in Blue Springs yeah. with Toyota in Huntsville, and that project is ahead of schedule and may be completed this year if the weather holds out. And yeah, okay, uh, all right. So money is being poured upon uh, the state from the federal government, uh, much of which is designated for uh, roads and bridges. That part of the American Rescue Plan. Then we got uh, more money coming from the bipartisan infrastructure plan how exactly would that affect uh, would affect you and, and what you do and how you allocate money since that is because of that source how does that work yeah it's not quite as advertised the federal money is uh, infrastructure investment jobs act is more commonly known as yeah. uh, that's been throwing a lot of big numbers around like three and a half billion dollars and things like that 
but in reality it's about 150 million this year hmm. and uh, maybe up to 200 million by the fifth year uh, when they start throwing in the big numbers they're talking about old money and new money okay. and combining it over five years so it sounds bigger but we've we've got a lot of challenges and that that hundred plus million is is good it's better than not getting it yeah but it's barely going to cover inflation hmm. interesting okay because uh Sure was uh, a, a lot of fanfare, <laughs> shall we say, associated with uh, passing of that uh, that legislation Absolutely. Uh, at the federal very, level. And very so. misleading, but at the same time, um, you know, we had to have some additional funds, and and we are grateful that it that it came up. Yeah. All right. So, all right. What about at the state level? We just completed the uh, the session, the twenty twenty two session. And uh, to what extent does the uh, the legislature how, how does it get involved in allocation of funding to the Department of Transportation because it's a separate fund right. most We're, of its monies come from fuel taxes and then the federal government we are a special, it's not a general fund we are a special fund agency and we we rely on that fuel tax um, which is not sufficient at this point in time to keep us going and keep the maintenance up so we we have to deal with other sources of funds and and uh, and they came through a little bit for us this year they they uh, they allocated some money that is not fuel tax money which is a little bit unusual for them so um, I'm kind of proud for them that they made a step but um, you know I'm not overly happy about it they uh, I started looking back at the session and I think, you know, if anybody's happy about the session, you're probably a teacher or a marijuana proponent. You know, if you're a dope-smoking teacher, you're probably doubly happy. But if uh, for transportation, we're a little short. And so I'm not happy with the amount of money, but I am happy for the consideration. And uh, Okay, so what could the legislature do different, given that it's a special fund agency? What could well, they do different? Well, it's a special different? fund agency only because we choose to make it a special fund agency. There are states that that don't do that. It's not a requirement. Right. So um, it's the way it's been structured for quite some time though, I believe, right? Yes. So um, would you would you advocate for uh combining it into the general fund? We need some diverse revenue, whatever source that takes. Okay. Um I mean I I don't do legislation, so yeah. um I would be open to in, many ideas. Certainly uh fuel tax gets brought up a lot as far as increasing it that problems with that right now is it's dropping off because of electric vehicles fuel mileage different combinations of factors people driving less miles mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that leave us hanging if we totally rely on fuel tax so we do need some diversified revenue on, on how to address our long-term needs okay so diversified revenue does that mean you would you would support the idea of allocating sales tax and or, and or Income tax revenue to the Department of Transportation. Those I'm are not, the two major sources of revenue they to the are general those major fund. sources. I'm not a fan of income tax revenue because I'm more of a fan of getting rid of the income tax okay. and, and dealing with the growth that comes with that. Uh, there's some other funding sources that we can look at, uh, but you know, I'm I'm open to okay. to a lot of ideas and diversifying that revenue is important for us. Okay. Uh, what about an increase in the fuel tax? What's your position on that? That's been talked about quite a bit, never got any traction. Yeah, I haven't taken a big, big stance on the fuel tax, uh, mostly because I don't have the authority to raise it, lower it, or anything yeah. like that. I was definitely yeah. not a fan of of fuel tax holiday. I thought that was kind of uh, beyond reality uh, for us. But 
the fuel tax is a source that we need to cons- – we'll keep using that as a source that we'll still have, you know, fuel-powered vehicles for a long time. I mean, sure. it's, it's not going to 100% electric. Uh, and so we're, we're going to have to deal with the fuel tax revenue issue, uh, whether it's, you know, increase or different – source or different splits mm-hmm. you know that you know a lot of our fuel tax doesn't come to us you know the the misnomer is that we get all the fuel tax but we don't get all the fuel tax it's split up and some of the counties get the money and, and that's good programs too i'm not advocating to take that but mm-hmm. um if there is an increase you know does the split stay the same does it change there's a lot of variables that come into that so some of that fuel tax does in fact get uh, diverted to the local uh, certainly the county level Yes. I'm not sure about the municipal level, but I know the county level. I think that is true. But they also collect uh, ad valorem taxes as, uh, on car tags as well for that purpose. Yes. Yeah. And the county does have some more diversified revenue, and now I think the counties are getting some of the um, uh, Internet sales tax. So there's, there's a lot of good sources for them out there that's, that's helping the counties with a healthier uh, financial state for them and, and proud for them. You know, I'm not yeah. trying to get any of their money. Sure, sure. But in general, you just feel like that more revenue is needed to kind of meet what you think are the uh, well, objectives. Well, of, it's not just what I think. I mean, we we know that we need four hundred million dollars annually to keep up with our roadmap. Who's we? Additional. Who's we, the we? MDOT. That's MDOT needs four hundred million dollars annually to catch up with existing road maintenance needs. Okay. That's, that's and, and I've seen Commissioner. Uh, Brad White talk about this as well, and he and he's talked about the uh, the methodology used by the Department of Transportation uh, to determine proper maintenance routine and schedules sure. and, and the intervals there. Well, and even beyond that, you know, the uh, sixty five three ninety seven is is legislation. Okay, and they said we're going to do these roads. We're going to four lane certain roads, and people say we're on the list. Well, you're on that list. You're on a four point four billion dollar list of roads. And so tens of millions of dollars looks good, but it doesn't cover a $4.4 billion list. And that's those estimates are pre-Bidenflation estimates. Okay. So you start talking about the inflation we're currently working under, those estimates are going to go up. So, you know, unless the legislation says we're going to take that law and do away with it, we have to make our plans based on those funding sources. So we look at it and we say we need more money. And they say, you're just asking for more money just to be asking for more money. I said, no, 65397 says we need more money. Okay. You need to explain that a little bit more when we come back. Can you stay? Yes, sir. Yeah, we've got uh, Transportation uh, Commissioner John Caldwell in the Element Well studio. Stay with us.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash TCW. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Will's favorite. He's like a Tom Petty nut. Every time he's <laughs> every time he's producing, it's the Tom Petty show. 
<laughs> Appreciate that, Rhino. We've got uh, Transportation Commissioner for the Northern District, John Caldwell, in the Element Well Studios. Okay, so John, take that slow again, if you don't mind, sir. The This bill you're talking about... It's just basically the four-lane highway bill. It's okay. called Vision 21, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Com- commonly known as Vision 21. All right. But it's everybody says my highway's on that list. I'm familiar and, with that. And, and yeah. sure, they're on that list, uh, but we're not funding it. So I didn't come up with that law. That was done way before my time, before the current lieutenant governor, before the current speaker. I mean, that done was done a ways back. Yeah. So I recall either do, the bill. Either do yeah. away with the law or fund the roads that we need to fund. So what you're saying is, is that we don't have enough money flowing into the Department of Transportation to to actually adhere to that law. To comply with that law. That's correct. Okay. Well, and for that matter, the money that we have, even with the new federal money, the new state money, you, you mentioned North, Central, Southern. Yeah. North Mississippi's three top priorities, Highway 15, Highway 55, or I-55, and Highway 7, they're all 100 to $200 million projects. Okay. I mean, getting $40 million is great, but it, so far, the money we got this year is one-time money. Uh, with maybe if you look at a little funny, the forty the exception might be the money that they're going to do the federal match with. Yeah, but it's still not committed. We got to come back next year and ask for it again, and come back next year and ask for it again. The okay. only the only continuing money option we had this year, the House had passed a bill to pay the debt service off for MDOT. Yeah, now that would have done us a big favor because that's seventy three million dollars a year. That's debt service I didn't generate, but mm-hmm. it's. But it would be recurring money. That doesn't include an increase in tax money. That fuel tax doesn't go up, mm-hmm. but our revenues go up $73 million a year. So over 10 years, you're talking about $730 million. Then you start doing big projects and do a $100 million project in North Mississippi and $100 million in Central Mississippi and $100 million in Southern Mississippi. But today, with the money we're getting, we can't do that. But now I will say this. We're not prepared for some of those big projects. So in defense of the legislature um, – this is kind of challenge money, and I'll gladly accept the challenge. But, you know, I looked at some of those very projects in North Mississippi, and we don't have the engineering finished on them. So okay. the challenge is we got to get the engineering finished or we can't build them anyway. So have you directly spoken to members of the legislature the, the way you're speaking now about these concerns and yes. needs? Yes, and, ab- and absolutely that was a highlight of the session for me because they've all got open ears. Okay. And they're listening. They're communicating uh, from the lieutenant governor down, from the speaker down, the governor. Yep. Everybody listens. We have the conversations. So we're moving in the right direction. And I think some of the monies that, that they have released um, kind of indicate that. Uh, so, again, I don't want to seem ungrateful. You know, I'm as grateful as a runt, mup, runt mutt on mm-hmm. the back porch, you know, getting scraps thrown to them. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to take those scraps and, and be glad to get them. But when you're talking about forty million dollars or thirty million dollars or even a hundred million dollars and you got four point four billion dollars worth of challenges, we're not meeting those challenges. Okay. And and who who has uh, identified those challenges you as you describe them? Who who is uh who sat down? I mean, is there a list of that, for example? Is there a the four point four billion? Yeah. Yeah, that is on the legislation. That is that law I mentioned. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Back yeah. again. Okay, yeah, just the, making sure. The, the, so. ma- the maintenance needs are estimates for sit, hitting a certain standard yeah. of maintenance. Yeah. Uh, if you look on my Facebook page, Commissioner John Caldwell. Yep. And it shows some of the conditions of some of our highways. Okay. It's atrocious. Yeah. It's not all of them. 
and we have a percentage that's bad and a percentage that's okay and a percentage that's good, but we need a percentage that's good to go way up. Yeah. And we need that percentage bad to go way down. So to those who would say, well, the first thing we need to do is we need to make sure that the money that is being allocated, is being received, is being spent as absolutely efficiently as possible and productively as possible uh, before we throw any new money at it. How do you feel about that? That's exactly what we need to do. I mean, that's a valid argument. Okay. And it doesn't take away from the fact that a big bureaucracy with 2,000 employees is always going to have some fat yeah. and some things that you don't like. Yeah. Um, the, the audits that we've had have proven that, that we're doing things right. Uh, they just continually, continually come out with good, clean audits. Uh, we have uh, we have requirements that we have to meet uh, to do our business, and we've got good people doing good work to get there. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean we can't have improvements. I mean, that's one thing that the commissioners want to do every time they get elected every four years is to come in and make it better the next four years. That's okay. what the, the new executive director wants to come in and make it better. So, yeah, we want to make it better, but we can't sit back and just wait on, you know, somebody to be happy before we um, start making some improvements. So we need to start uh, getting that funding to make those improvements. Okay. So have you proposed to the legislature? I know you said you're not a lawmaker, but have you proposed to the legislature any kind of ideas on how to generate more revenue, or have you just generally kind of stuck with the narrative that I think we need a diverse source of revenue? No, we've talked about it, okay. and, and we've talked about it in great detail. I think the House plan to pay off our debt was a huge deal. No increase in fuel tax, but a huge increase for MDOT to make some real long-term decisions. Uh, you know, that, that thing passed with just very few yeah. uh, opposing votes, and, you know, some of those people – think going to the bathroom is a um, – Well, how does paying off debt uh, – apart from interrupting, how does that generate more revenue for you? I mean, it, it perhaps it gives you more uh, more facility, more debt facility, more well, capacity. Gonna, the bill actually did away with our ability to generate more debt. Okay. So that was the conservative side. We're okay. going to pay your debt off, but you can't generate that debt again. Okay, so no revenue from debt. No, no proceeds from debt. It's not really right, revenue. So we're not going to go get additional no debt. We're going to spend that money. Okay. But when when you have people in the legislature that everything's a principle, you know, even going to get a drink of water is a principle, and then, you know, we got we got a, everything's not a principle, and you know Ronald Reagan's not a rhino, but you got people that act that way, and we can't get work done if everybody's just obstinate. Okay. We we had a real solution there. That's seven in ten years. That's seven hundred thirty million dollars. Now, there were some red herrings and. You know, chasing rabbits over on the Senate side that made them uncomfortable with the bill. Yep. I think we might be able to get them comfortable in the next 12 months. So, Which bill are we talking about? The the one that does away with the debt service and okay. gets the $73 million. Okay. You know, they, you know, the House came up with it. They kind of worked it, and then it was a House bill. The Senate kind of got it late, and so they had some concerns, and they never got through with all their concerns. Okay. But I think we might be able to get through those concerns. So I think next session – we need to look at that again and say, hey, how about that $73 million debt service? Let's pay it off. Let's enable MDOT to spend the money and get this stuff done. But we still have that challenge money that they've given us. You know, we've got to we got to finish the engineering. We've got to get the projects ready. We've got to tell them we can do them. But it seems like you're, you're indicating that 
you don't have the money to, to pay for that, what it would be $4.4 billion to, oh. to complete the projects as called for by that bill. Still wouldn't get them all done, though. Yeah. But we could get some of the priorities. I okay. mean, right now, we can't even get the top ten priorities, Okay, much less the entire bill. So, so yeah. do you think – what if the legislature just said, well, geez, we don't have the money to do this, and rather than uh, uh, raising more money, raising taxes, um, allocating more, we just repeal this bill? What that's, about that? That's an option they have. Okay. You know, I mean, if, if we all need to look at the long term. Yeah. You know, and we do, we do kind of – fuss through the session and get things that are not quite the way we want them, uh, and then we look to the next session and we fight through and try to get them away. But but MDOT and the legislature needs to look, what are our roads going to be like 10 years from now, 20 yeah. years from now, 30 years from now? And so those kind of things have to be addressed, and I think just repealing the law is not a viable option. But if they need to ref- refine it, I mean, there's some highways that probably look like they were something you needed to do 20 years yeah. ago but now now with the population shifts and things they may say you know what maybe we don't need to totally four lane this highway or that highway but right now it's still showing on the books to do it so either change it or let's do it my sense is commissioner that the prevailing sentiment of the average mississippian would be i'm for improved roads and bridges except if it's going to cost me more money i'm not yeah typically i look at it this way if you get in a room and say, how many of you wouldn't mind paying a little more tax to fix your road? They'll raise their hand. I said, now, how many of you wouldn't mind paying a few more taxes, but we fix your neighbor's road instead? <laughs> and the hands don't go up. So it's very selfish in, in some of the ways we look at it. But, yeah. um, you know, the worst road is is going to be fixed this year. And guess what? After we fix it, there's going to be a new worst road. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's never it's a never ending endeavor. There's no question about that. It's just that uh, I think there are a lot of people that uh, seem to be fairly dug in against any kind of increases, especially on the fuel tax, which is the primary source of revenue pres- again, under the again, present model. We get seventy three million dollars annually without an increase in fuel tax if they pay the debt off. Okay, not sure. I I see why. Except you're talking about the legislature taking general fund money to go pay your your debt off, which yes, would free general, up take the general fund surplus and pay that off. And you're not paying on the principal and interest, right? Out of your money. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? That's right. Okay, I got you. We appreciate you coming on, uh, Transportation Commissioner for the Northern District, John Caldwell on middays. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 50-50 shot of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 83. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 63. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. 
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Severe weather is possible Tuesday into Tuesday night. According to the National Weather Service, locations along and west of the I-55 corridor have the greatest chance of getting storms capable of producing damaging winds, quarter-size hail, and possibly tornadoes. And you can expect severe weather again on Wednesday. Governor Tate Reeves has until April 23rd to sign off on a couple of bills that would make it easier for law enforcement to investigate and arrest those involved in sex crimes. Senator Tyler McCon told us speeding up the procurement process through electronically signed warrants and allowing civil suits to be filed against certain individuals could prove vital. With regard to how, uh, Interstate 55 and Interstate 20, crossing through the middle of our state, we see more human trafficking cases than people realize. I'm Kelly Bennett. Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power standby generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world, agriculture, and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Two, three, four. Back everyone to midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Don't forget Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews coming up today after the noon break. So we did a little digging. For some reason, I thought the Masters didn't disclose the prize money, and I still believe that was the case at some point. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they changed it, but I can't find when. I can't either. But Tiger took home, tied for 47th, I believe, $43,500 is what I saw. The winner it's not a got, bad check for a weekend's worth of work. No. Of course, a man of his means, it ain't a whole lot of money. But nonetheless, uh, that's the kind of the story there. So, I uh, appreciate the Commissioner John Caldwell for coming in the Element Well Studios. The, uh, this is a tough one, honestly. The uh, folks want good roads and bridges, I think, for the most part. Some, I've seen some say, we don't have a problem, that our roads and bridges are fine. And I've seen some say, no, we have serious problems, we need more money. There are those who advocate for higher fuel taxes. And, and honestly, the catalyst for the, the establishment of the Mississippi Lottery Corporation, a lottery in the state of Mississippi, was the fact that the legislature would not pass an increase of the fuel tax. There was no appetite to do so, and I think that's because the prevailing sentiment of Mississippians was that we don't want to pay more at the pump. And so it was Governor Phil Bryan at that point used that as a reason to call a special session in 2018 and enact a lottery where the proceeds would go, or the majority, first $80 million is where we ended up uh, in the law, first $80 million of net proceeds generated in a year from the Mississippi lottery, would go to the state highway fund. That's that special fund that is used to uh, operate the Department of Transportation. It is different from the general fund. So any time we talk about budget, taxes, sales taxes, income taxes, uh, which are the primary sources of revenue, and then on the outside, the, the, the main expenditures from the general fund, education, roughly half, uh, debt service next, Medicaid, corrections, and then all the other agencies. It's kind of what the pie chart looks like. Uh, we're talking about the general fund. It's totally separate from the state highway fund, which is a combination of federal and state money, but the state money is from fuel taxes. It's the way that works. 
So anyhow, there's a clearly a debate going on there where there are there's a feeling among some that we need more money, as you heard Commissioner Caldwell say, to to really achieve the the, the road and bridge infrastructure as envisioned, and certainly by the bill, and he's right, that was passed some years ago. I don't remember the year, but it was a while ago. This kind of four-lane everywhere bill that he referred to. But the money's not there. Now, I do have an issue with that. If we're going to have a, a law in the books, well, then we ought to fund it, or else we ought to repeal it. I think that's pretty simple. But it could be a situation where we're still working on it. I don't know. I don't know the details. You know, I, honestly, I have really never dug into that with anyone on the program, and that sounds like something we need to talk about next time we have uh, certainly someone from the legislature on, or the speaker, the governor, the lieutenant governor. I think that's a worthy conversation. So, anyhow, uh, on the ceasefire text line, why would Highway 7 from 269 to 55 be the, not be the top priority for MDOT to major co- corridors that need to be connected by four-lane? I, I can't answer that question. I apologize I, if that came in while the commissioner was on. I, I can say this. I think this is a fair statement, Rhino. One of the things that the commissioner did say is that, you know, hey, more money to fix roads that I travel all the time. Yeah, I could probably deal with that. To fix somebody else's, I'm probably not in favor of that. I think that, to some degree, is accurate. But when you start looking at priorities, I think it's also fair to say everybody's got a different set of priorities. It just depends on where you are. The one that comes to mind that seems to have been going on for the majority of my life is 49. I think everybody's familiar with that one, right? And that is U.S. Highway 49, right? So, but it does appear that we're inching closer. Seems like more and more of the of the work is being completed and now open for travel. And uh, maybe the most orange barrels of any road in the entire nation are down there on 49. But hopefully we're getting closer to that. Yeah, the scuttlebutt has been for better part of a year that they plan to be done this summer. Okay. Well, summer's that's, right around the corner. That's what I heard as well, and I'm, I, th- I want to say we actually asked uh, Executive Director Brad White that question right after he took over. You remember, he was, he was appointed into that position, he was on the program, and we asked that question. And that, that's what, uh, without giving a hard date, a date certain, that's what he suggested. And I would say, based on the present status, that's reasonable. Appears to be reasonable if you've traveled that uh, recently. As as a northern uh, district resident, I'm not happy at all about his dope smoking teacher comment. Maybe he's like he'd like to elaborate on that. We actually discussed that a little bit. That's from Jason and Boonville before the commissioner left. Uh, clearly, that's a uh, will be a popular soundbite. Whether you like it or not, uh, so that is uh, that's always what happens when you're a politician and you come on a statewide program like this. You you may say something that would make some people happy and some people not. There are controversial comments that would be made. Uh, that would probably be in line to be one of those controversial comments. But uh, anyhow, Jason and Boonville weighs in. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if there wouldn't be other folks that would weigh in and would actually support that comment. 
You agree? I mean, it's, people are kind of all over the map. Oh, yeah, I think like that. At, on, at first blush, it could be controversial, but in context, he was talking about two of the big things that happened, a teacher pay raise and the passage of medical marijuana. Yeah. So if you combine the two, you'd be doubly happy. I was laughing. Yeah, I, I kind of found it a tongue-in-cheek sort of comment, uh, honestly. I, I, I mean, he's writing that those were two major pieces of legislation. I would have to include tax reform as, as a top one as well, the CRT bill. Those are kind of at the top of the, of the most notable, the most debated, the most controversial, the highest profile in the session. Uh, so... We'll see where all that lands. Uh, there's a question about how much revenue does uh, the fuel tax in Mississippi generate, uh, and that's the 18 cents per gallon. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how much the total revenue that is. We we'll have to look at the Department of Revenue petroleum tax information. So honestly, I don't know. I don't. I've not really spent a lot of time studying the state highway fund to the degree that I have the general fund. And, of course, uh, but it's probably on the Department of Revenue site, honestly. I'm sure we could find it there. So we'll see what we can find. Appreciate that question. Uh, it's Billy in Collinsville, by the way. If they could let more, this is Jerry in Waynesboro, if they could let more than eight miles of road work at a time, you would get more competition on contractors. Every MDOT office has a D-U-N-N-S road a Dunn's Road Builder yard with, within spitting distance. They get all the contracts. No one will come. Not really sure what Jerry's saying there, but it, it is competitive bid, Jerry. Are, are you aware of situations where roads are being, uh, construction for roads are being awarded contracts for those without competitive bidding? It seems like as long as it is competitive bid, that uh, there's protections there against uh, overpaying. Uh, for those services on the taxpayer dime, but uh, that's just my take on it. Maybe you know something I don't uh, about that process, about that competitive process and the contracting process. Uh, clearly, the cost of construction and maintenance of roads and bridges, like everything else, is up considerably. Um, just because of inflation and, and the cost of inputs, petroleum, a big part of that, certainly in asphalt, I mean, that's the, one of the basic ingredients, components of it. Hmm. So I uh, appreciate that. Hugh, Huey from Raymond says, Tiger sold his irons he used for $5 million. Yeah, I think a collector, was it not, Huey? That's my understanding. A collector bought them for like twenty five grand several years ago. But just sold them for five million. I think that's true. I don't think it was Tiger himself, right? I we'll have to look at that. It's my understanding. Gary Meridian says MDOT will finish Highway 49 this summer. Maintenance will immediately begin the next day following. <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. Mose with Highway 49 being a major evacuation route, it will never be done. I sure hope you're wrong about that. Uh, Mose, I'm looking forward to it being completed, and I'm going to remain optimistic about that. Jeff Smith, a former member of the legislature, Chairman House Ways and Means, said the Highway Act of 1987, amended in 1995. This is to be the majority of the highway construction would uh, be four four roads. Yeah, four lane roads. Excuse me, 
four-lane roads in the state highways. Thanks for that, Jeff. We'll take a break and be right back. We think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright scary. That's why at Juniker Jewelry Company, we're doing something about it. Because starting Monday, April 18th, you can buy directly from the diamond cutter. It's the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry Company. Our diamond cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds. Fresh production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. Three-quarter carat diamonds for less than $1,650. One carat's for under $2,500. And two carat diamonds starting at just $7,500. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing. Interest-free. Guys, this is how you buy a diamond. The Diamond Expo. Save hundreds, even thousands, directly from our cutters. Six huge days, Monday, April 18th through Saturday, April 23rd. I'll be there to shake your hand. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. MorganStone.com Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Long-term lease agreements provide confidence for landowners and renters to work together to implement conservation practices that build soil health and improve water quality, according to an Iowa State University study. A key obstacle to conservation adoption on leased farmland is the amount, length, or lack of rental written agreements. Farmers are more apt to implement conservation practices such as cover crops, grass buffer strips, and other practices on rented farmland with a long-term lease of more than two years. About half of the farmland in the Midwest, and a little less in other parts of the country, is rented through short-term leases. That, according to the study's findings, a short-term lease is defined as one to two years. Farmland rental agreements where tenants may not reap the benefits of conservation investments are a commonly cited barrier to conservation practices. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. 
Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Speaking of the great Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. Ben from Madison, on a different note, there are definitely ways to increase revenues for infrastructure projects without raising taxes on everyday Mississippians, but that would take the legislature being open to new and better ideas. Share them with us, Ben. What what would be your ideas there to generate revenue? And lots of it, based on what you heard the, the commissioner say, right? $400 million a year. Uh, and I've heard that same figure for quite some time. That's kind of what is is uh, considered the, the shortfall, the need, the gap between what we what they take in and what they feel like they need to really maintain uh, roads and bridges to a particular standard, and also to adhere to this 1987 four-lane bill that got amended in 1995. Is uh, former Representative Jeff Smith informed us. I, I do. I remembered it was a long time ago, I just couldn't remember when. I want to say 87, that's also the last time we adjusted the fuel tax, correct? Seems like that's the date that comes to mind. 18 cents, third lowest, I believe, in the nation, last I checked. But doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, interest among Mississippians to increase that, especially now with the precipitous meteoric rise of gas, adding more fuel tax. In fact, there's been some discussion of suspending that tax for a period of time, six months. Didn't get any traction. The 10-year Treasury yield, by the way, folks, up to 2.76% to start the week. That has got markets in deep red territory, especially on the NASDAQ. Tech stocks don't like, don't, don't respond well to Treasury yield increases. The assumption is those are the uh, the investment thesis is those are are growth stocks and growth's not as worth as much in an inflationary environment, which is what rising bond yields uh, foretell and indicate. So anyhow, a little bit of that going. Tax revenue and business licenses, to name a few from adult-use marijuana, are just a couple, says Ben from Madison. Wouldn't reach $400 million, but we but would be something similar to the lottery revenue. Well, I don't know if I'd be for, uh, if you're saying from marijuana, business licenses and tax revenue. Uh, yeah, I hear you. So recreational. No, it wouldn't be 
400 million. I'm not even sure if it would be close to the lottery revenue. That's 80 million to roads and bridges. If if that was taxed at seven percent, uh, you can see the the math there. <clears throat> you would need a whole lot of revenue from the sale of recreational marijuana. Uh, what? $600 million, that sounds like an awful lot of marijuana, because I think medical, when we had Ken Newberger on before, he suggested once fully implemented would approach $400 million total revenue across the state. Kind of hard to believe you could layer on another $600 million for recreational, which would put us at a billion dollars a year of sales? That's a lot. Uh, did want to clarify that uh, some questions people joined us late about the – I want to get it right. What did the commissioner say, his exact terminology? And then I'll explain the context. Uh, I believe the quote was, if you're a dope-smoking teacher, you're doubly happy. Okay. And, and what he was talking about is the legislative session. He's just taking note that teachers got pay raises and those that favor medical marijuana are, are pleased because we got a medical marijuana program established by law, and we got teacher pay raises. It's, it's fair to say those were two of the highlights of the legislative session. I would also put tax reform in that category. Um, so he, he was basically, just for the context, he was just saying that, yeah, those that supported both of those efforts, teacher pay raises, medical marijuana, they're pleased with the session. Those who are looking for uh, ways to fund uh, more roads and bridges and, and an improved ma- maintenance situation didn't get, really get any relief from the legislature. That that was the context. Would you agree, Rhino, that that's oh, accurate yeah. representation? Okay. Just wanted just wanted to clarify that for folks that are asking that joined us late. Uh, Judy uh, Jody in Pontotoc, just curious as to where all the money is going and th- third-party contracts don't have anyone watching grass grow while repairing highway. I mean, Jody, again, uh, that's all detailed in, uh, by the Department of Transportation. You can see all the details on how all that money is spent. With respect to the operational aspect of the organization, is it uh, as efficient as it can be. You heard the commissioner say that when I asked the question, you know, what about those who believe there should be a, a deep dive into operations of the agency uh, out at the lowest levels, down to the, out to the road construction and repair area? He supported that. I think that needs to happen. Um, but that's not a responsibility for, by the way, the State Department of Audit. Those are financial audits. This is really more about an operational, a qualitative, not quantitative uh, analysis. We're out of time here. Super Talk Outdoors coming up. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. What your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see. What your life can truly be. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.